Is Hillary's dead? Uh, yep. <laughs> Hillary's still floating in the Zencaster. <laughs> Is that going to cause a problem? Nah, I don't think so. If she magically chimes in at some point, that'll be fun. Welcome aboard the Little Red Bandwagon, the podcast for and by fans of the podcast Too Beautiful to Live in my day job studios in Boston, Massachusetts, uh, which I'll be evacuating very soon to get the hell out of here before the marathon takes over traffic and destroys everything tomorrow. I'm Bobby Pape, and joining me from the studios I think we still need to name in Detroit, Michigan, uh, it's Meredith, the MVH van harn it's been a while since i've introduced you meredith good morning (laughs) good morning my name is right there on the sheet you don't have to remember it yeah well you know there's just parentheses Mm -hmm. uh with a bunch of space in between the studio name we're gonna have to come up with something soon it's been a while yeah we need to work on that uh and coming from the dining room uh uh laundry rules everything around him in manchac texas it's mike the jail dude frizzell good morning mike Good morning, Bobby. Yes, power outage in the mountain room means uh, dining room dining room broadcast this morning. Yeah. Uh, we are running ragged today. I ran a concert last night. I'm exhausted. I really just want to go home. Uh, rain is finally not coming into Meredith's house. More on that in a few minutes. And, uh, well, you know, Mike is Mike, and then also the power outage. So uh, we're going to keep this one... Um, Pretty quick, especially because nothing interesting happened on TBTL this week. Uh, We'll get into that after some LRB business. We'll also do some housekeeping and tell you how you can get involved with the show. Uh, Meredith, since you're here and we're back together again, uh, why don't you chime in and tell us a little bit about the Money Pit? The Money Pit, I think, has been satiated for the time being. I feel like I've thrown enough money into it and it's satisfied. So... The, the furnace is fixed. That's fine. Um, I was having some electrical problems in the basement. So you plug something in in the basement and all the lights down there would start to flicker. And then one of the lights upstairs, which is really disconcerting. So I had to have an electrician come out. And apparently a, like half of the breakers were covered in corrosion because there was a previous like water exposure in the basement. Like it was way too humid in the basement. I think what they did is leave those little windows open all summer when mm. they were renovating and... Um, it got too humid down there or something. Are you um, saying you have a moist basement? I am saying that without using that word, but thanks. Um, so that got taken care of. The lights don't flicker anymore. I'm not too worried the house is going to burn down. Um, but if it did burn down, if it started to rain, at least the kitchen wouldn't set on fire because it started to uh, the roof started to leak into the kitchen uh, last week um, because the sellers fixed something poorly that they were supposed to fix before they sold the house. So I had to hire a roofer and have them come out. And then it started to rain again. And so they had to come back out and do another fix. And so right now, knock on wood, it's currently raining and the kitchen's dry. So I think we're okay. I'm starting, my my stress levels are starting to like go down from, from, from red to like orange. Now, what's your strategy with a money pit? Do you like get ones and then like crumple them up and, and stick them in the pit? Or, or do you like put something, try to put something more solid in there like quarters, even though it's going to cost you more in the long run, 
you know, those rolls of quarters are going to at least hold the house up. Well, you know, the, this house was built in, what, 29? Um, so I think um, just for novelty's sake, um, the $2 bills, I go to, you know, every bank around and clean out their, their $2 bills mm-hmm. and throw them in there. Buffalo nickels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> Your house is built in the height of uh, a depression, so I assume it's all just made out of old newspapers anyway. That would make sense. <laughs> no, actually, I mean, this is a solid house. It's a good house. This is nothing that we can't fix. It's just dumb contractors who don't know what they're doing that I'm having to fix this stuff. So it's got good bones. It's just got terrible skin. Like Luke when he was a teenager. <laughs> Um, Have you actually seen the movie The Money Pit lately? I ha- I saw it once and I was a kid and I did not connect to it at all because I didn't understand any of this. And I don't know if I'm emotionally strong enough to watch it, but I feel like Girl, I should soon. If you if you watched it right now, I would no. You would connect so hard with it. But I'm yep. so fragile still. It's I don't so know if great. I could do it. <laughs> I need to wait a couple of weeks with no no contractors coming into my house. Well, my my favorite scene, and it's one of my favorite Tom Hanks scenes of all time, is uh, is they they've been going through it all. You know everything that you've been going through, all the contractors, all the bullshit, and and they they think they finally reached some sort of a stopping point. They're drawing this really nice hot bath. They're going to bathe together in <laughs> oh, this yeah. claw-footed tub <laughs> on the top story. <laughs> it's the water. Yep. They're they're calling the water up from the ground floor. To put the hot water in there. And they finally put enough water in there. They're just about to get it. And it just goes through the floor yes. and smashes into a zillion pieces on the on the, on the the main floor. And Tom Hanks, this is the time when it, they're just, you know, he's done. And he starts laughing and laughing. I've never seen him laugh so hard. And it seemed very <laughs> genuine. And it just seemed like, yeah, because we've all had, we've all gotten to the point with a project or something. We're like, ha. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. 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 I, what else could fucking happen? A couple here? weeks ago, I started to get to where I was like, I think I'm dealing with this kind of better. Like, I feel like I'm calming down. And then it was like, no, I'm just getting used to it. Like, it's just getting to be where it's, yeah. of course, this is happening. It's ridiculous. Of course it is. <laughs> right. I can't get upset about it right. anymore because I don't have the capacity. <laughs> they hand you another bill and then you look at the imaginary camera. Yeah. You know. Like, mm hmm. Yeah. Sounds about right. Of course. Of course. Everything. I, it's probably there's probably been inflation since back in the day when I was having some frustration with some projects and back, back then it seemed like everything cost me six hundred dollars, you know, didn't matter what it was, small thing, big thing. That's but, kind oh, of that's been what it. That's like, actually not far off. Like the electricity, I've spent about probably a thousand on electric work. I've spent five hundred on the roof. Um, gosh, a million other. Ver- variety of things oh my dishwasher got haunted um and luckily that mm-hmm. was under warranty because it's brand new so that was free so kind of i guess it kind of averages out to that but there's a time cost there's a there's a pain in the ass factor of having to deal with that after right after it was installed oh yeah i mean it was it was really disheartening it was like did i just buy a, a piece of crap dishwasher that i'm gonna have to be dealing with forever um but uh they you know what i think the problem might have been <laughs> And I hate to admit this, but it might have been. Uh, so what was happening is that it was um, randomly pushing buttons. It's one of those that has the buttons hidden. When you put, when you close it, you can't see them. So they're on the very top mm-hmm. edge. And they are just, you know, you, they're just touch sensitive. They're flat. 
And it was like cycling through all the buttons. It would it would hit delay, and then it would go one hour, two hour, three hour, and it would beep every time. This is a very no- like talkative dishwasher. It has lots of little songs and and beeps, and so it'd be ding 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 ding, and it would stop, and it would wait about ten seconds, and then it would turn itself back on, and then ding through all the times again, over and over and over. What I realized at some point is like, oh, maybe it's like wet. Maybe there's something on it. Maybe it's dirty. So I cleaned it off, and then I realized that the protective plastic was still on that strip. And I wonder if something got underneath it and was, like, activating the buttons. (laughs) Hmm. But you have to leave that on or else the buttons won't be safe. That's right. Well, they were very pretty, and now they're horrible. They're all scratched. No, they're fine. Oh, no. So that's my my news. Has Jeremy got the Facebook group for you? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, For those of you who aren't aware, by the way, uh, there is a Facebook group or page, I don't know, called Peeling the Protective Plastic Off of Things, and it is a Jeremy Holmes joint. I hate it, but I did post a relevant article to it not long ago. (laughs) Yeah, most people go there to post videos of themselves peeling plastic off off things, so I go there to post pictures of me leaving plastic on things. (laughs) I've often defiantly (laughs) refused. Like, I, I will let the chat know that I'm peeling the plastic off something and intentionally not recording it. Yeah. It just got way too negative for me in there. I went over to the Slack uh, peeling <laughs> stuff. Mm-hmm. It's a you friendlier place. People, people criticizing yeah. your peeling technique. Yeah. Summer's coming, so it's only a matter of time before somebody posts a sunburn in there and then I'm done. Yes. Yeah. Oh, do they do that? Well, I, I, these things always go pear-shaped, right? So it's only a matter of time before somebody ruins it. Oh, sure. Oh, man. Countdown's on. Yeah. Um, on to better news. I think we should we should move on to this. Um, I don't know why this is in business, but it's worth talking about. There was an article floating around Facebook or somewhere last night that I saw that made me want to book the first flight to Philly. And it is a restaurant called Elsie's. Elsie's? Yes. That makes a sandwich out of pickle instead of bread. Now, this sounds like a low-carb dream, and I don't care about carbs at all, but I still want to go and eat this. Although it, it, it did occur to me that I could just make it at home. But you need to you need a massive, massive pickle for this. Oh, God. Why did I say that? <laughs> it's a very, I mean, it's a it's like bread-sized pickle. I'm just going to move yeah, on. It lets me out, <laughs> I guess. I just don't happen to have one on hand. Uh, it's a beautiful thing. Maybe because it's um, approaching lunchtime for me, I... This is looking extra good, but I I think I need to make this. Uh, Hillary. Oh, God. Hillary. This is incredible. Ladies and gentlemen, Hillary was supposed to be on the show today, but she <laughs> couldn't get her tech worked out. And now we're hearing her in the background. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she I don't, can't I'm hear not, us. Wait. She never I'm left the Zencaster. I'm not cutting this out. So okay. let's call Hillary okay, okay. right now. And uh, I'll put her oh, on speakerphone here. Oh, she's complaining about the... Let's hope that Hillary doesn't say anything too offensive because I'm leaving this all in. I'm sending, sending an email to oh, her boss. She's gone she now. She just won't Hello. stop talking. I, uh, Hillary, you're on speakerphone. We are recording right now. <laughs> Did you know that for the last minute or so we could hear you on the Zencaster? <laughs> Me just like being annoyed. You're like, I hate this computer so much. <laughs> Uh, we're leaving all this in, so thank you. We love you. We're sorry that you're not here today. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thanks. Okay, back to, <laughs> back to pickle sandwiches. 
I don't know what my my uh, my hot take on this is other other than everyone should go look at it. And if you're near, I want you to go get one and report back. I guess I mean we should make it the show picture today, right? I mean I pulled the Tom Hanks bathtub scene, but a, a gif or video of that's much more effective anyway. So should we use the picture of the terrifying lady eating the sandwich? Oh my god! So we, we have yeah, to put so the link up for this. There's a really awful photo of this woman just attacking this pickle sandwich at the end of this article on phillygrub.blog. Yes. Is she the one who makes the sandwiches? Of course, I'm Andrew. I didn't read the article. I don't know if it explains who she is. <laughs> I don't oh, think yep. It it's the author of the article. It says yours truly. Oh, right. Right. Because okay. there's a picture of her having a drink that's her, like, her signature picture. And she's got a love-hate relationship with that pickle sandwich because she... <laughs> Oof. <laughs> Oof. All right. Uh, we'll, we'll make a pickle sandwich picture of some kind, the show picture. That picture might be a little too disturbing to put in the I don't like feed. it. Yeah. Yeah. But we'll put the link to the Philly Grub blog, and I swear to God, I'll actually do it. I think okay. about 70% of the time I forget to actually put the link, but this time I'll actually do it. Sure you will. It's like if Guy Fieri's sister missed, missed getting her shots <laughs> one year, and now she's eating pickle sandwiches. <laughs> uh, Hillary is getting self-conscious now. So, again, Aww, to Hillary. be a little little clear here. Hillary was supposed to join us today. Her computer was acting up. Um, I, she never ended up logging out of the, the tool that we use to record called Zencaster. And she just uh, randomly, her mic started working. And she was <laughs> complaining about her setup to her husband. <laughs> it's so, his fault for buying this crappy computer. <laughs> yep. Hillary, we love you. We want you Dude. to live. Yeah. <laughs> Dave, I want you to live too, buddy. Yeah. Self-care. Yeah. Head to Best Buy later, bud. Uh, um next up in business bobby you did a concert last night do you, yeah. you claim nobody cares but i mean it's your life well, you care you know what i don't usually uh i don't usually get into that stuff too much here but yeah last night was the final concert of the 50th anniversary season for my day job boston music of eva um we had a great concert a small crowd but a lot of good music um i had a little army of friends out here who i give you know a pittance of money to to come help and uh, through a little reception, and, and we had a blast. Uh, it's a contemporary chamber music ensemble. If anyone is genuinely interested in hearing what we do, shoot me a line, and I'll send you some audio links. Um, we we have a lot of fun. And, you know, I work with an 83-year-old music director, so I'm always just glad that we continue to get every concert we get. <laughs> and uh, uh, this is what I commute back and forth to Boston for. This is the reason I kept my job, was to get to keep doing things like this. So, um it's been a good week. We had a big um, feature in the Boston Globe this week uh, that just ran on Saturday, the day of the concert. So um, it's it's been a kind of red letter week uh, for us, even though I'm exhausted because it's also been a lot of operations work. But um, uh, I can also send anyone who wants the text of the Globe article so that you don't have to subscribe to Boston's mediocre newspaper just to get one article. Uh, I was pretty happy about that. So, yeah, I ran a concert. That was my LRP business. Nice. And Mike doesn't have power. Yeah, I, I lost power in the mountain room, and uh, the first deer of the season have been spotted. We we haven't seen any deer for many, many, many months, and Emily saw some this morning. So we're going to get to see all the fawns coming out. Hey, do you need crazy. an electrician? I could send someone down. We do. Have, we have a great electrician. In fact, he, he volunteered to, to come down today, but... Um, I felt like um, I can live a day without the mountain room. I don't need to see Game of Thrones on my big screen TV right out of the gate. I'll figure it out. <laughs> All right. I wonder, is that like trying to get a cable guy to come out two days before the Super Bowl? Has Game of Thrones turned into that? Mm. 
Oh, I don't know. Maybe. Uh, I mean, it's a it's a big deal for people right now. I've been watching a little bit of it, catching up. <clears throat> yeah. And I've been surprised how much how much uh, how intricately it. You know, if when you go back, you're like, oh yeah, I see what they're doing there. When at the time you're just you're just like, hey, another lady had involuntary sex from behind. That's one one term for it. It all makes sense. It all makes sense now. You know why they had to do that yeah. to all those ladies. Mm. <laughs> Still it's glad I don't together. watch it. Yeah, we should do some throw your phones. Huh? <laughs> yes, we should. <laughs> Um, I've got the general ones up. I can we can run through these. We've got more that are topical, uh, but for some general ones that were nice to see, listener Dan quote: "I don't need to explain the joke." Then Luke unnecessarily explains the joke uh, for the next sixty seconds. This is <laughs> Thursday's installment of the segment he's calling "Far Side Reminiscences." Uh, also from Thursday, uh, we get listener Ann, who says on Thursday's show, the guys wonder whether the listeners are annoyed or relieved when they don't get to the top story. I know a podcast they could listen to that has the answer to that question. Thanks for everything you do, friendos. Aw. Yeah. She's talking about the gist. Mm, it's a good one. Yeah. Uh, and then Scott writes, just a quick word of thanks for another what I call inside voice tick. Every time a family member or colleague says, it's fine, I add the TM, sotto voce, it does help to keep the day a little more amusing, even if only in my own head. Looking forward to this weekend's chores with y'all in my ears. I do the same exact thing now. I can't I can't hear anybody say that without adding in my head. TM, yeah. TM, TM. Maybe we'll get lucky and uh, Hillary's ghost voice will forget its way back <laughs> <laughs> into the Zedgaster. We'll get a TM in there somewhere. You know what's not fine? That goddamn computer. Yeah. Dave. Oh no! <laughs> I think her computer filed a complaint that she was talking too loudly, and that's it. Went from there. Mm. <laughs> Does she ever stop talking? We should talk about TBTL. Speaking of yep. talking, yeah, let's uh, do the first. The first. Let's just go down this list here. Um, yeah, our first uh, segment is entitled etiquette, and there's there was a good amount. I think this week there wasn't there weren't really any events that happened, but there was a lot of entitled etiquette. And the first one that they talked about wasn't necessarily Luke being a jerk. This was the article or the video that MSNBC put out about saving money on tipping by stiffing servers by not tipping on the full amount. I it never even occurred to me to not tip on the full amount. I don't it wasn't a self-righteous thing. It was just like, that's the amount. Yep. Yeah, this one was a little upsetting to me because I had no idea there were this many people out here out there who were um, t- taking tax off of the bill before they tip. Like, like, like if they do that, they're avoiding everyone paying taxes. It's just you're giving them a small, a smaller pool of money. Yeah, you know. And I mean, you're already get, doing enough math when you're tipping. Why, why add to it? I think the whole thing is just justifying not feeling bad about tipping slightly. Like, you're just moving the goalposts. Like, yeah. oh, yeah, no, you should definitely tip 20%, but you should tip 20% off this lesser amount. You could also just say, hey, don't, f- don't. they could have said, don't feel bad about tipping 17% on the yeah. full tax amount. It's the same math. Um, I don't, mm. You know, this is not complicated. The minute I heard this, I thought $2 on 10, a couple extra bucks if they're good. If you can't afford to do it, don't go out. Right. Ah, I don't know what to the tell you. End. I got all all of my lunch money came out of my mom's apron from her waitressing day was when I was a kid. Like, 
no nobody's working those jobs because uh because it's cushy yeah i would mm-hmm. I, I one thing they didn't mention which i think is important is that tipping is is awful and <laughs> should be abolished i think because i think we should pay servers a living wage instead of making them rely on the unwritten rules of generosity mm-hmm. of people which are not consistent and unreliable so they live in a constant state of like oh, i hope i get tipped well today which is a shitty way to live so yep. i there are some restaurants near here that that don't have tipping they don't allow tipping anymore and they pay their their people i think 15 dollars an hour to start um and the food costs a little bit more but it's the same math it's also worth mentioning that you live in Detroit, and fifteen dollars an hour in Detroit is a lot different than fifteen dollars an hour in Seattle or New Quite York right. or places. Right? That's a that's a great a great hourly wage. Yes. I mean, not it's still not like career level money, but like if you're doing it and that's what you're doing, that beats having to hustle. And if you get a shitty table and you treat them well, they still tip you like crap. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You're still going to be all right. You still know what your paycheck's going to be. It's not going to be. I, you know, I used to work at a restaurant, yeah. and I was I was in the kitchen. But the servers would often um, come in on on payday to pick up their checks because you had to go and physically pick up your check back in the 1990s. Uh, and sometimes they'd be tip checks for zero dollars or two dollars and seventeen cents mm-hmm. because yeah. taxes took everything. So it's just demoralizing. Well, speaking of taxes, too, if you can tip cash, do it. Yes, yeah, because you know that you 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 can't you can't. Uh, can't do anything about you know some of that money going to the to the irs when you're on your credit card yeah they have to report uh, credit card tips i think but they don't have to necessarily it's automatically reported right yeah but cash is up to them and and usually i I don't resent people that are making that amount of money not reporting all of their cash neither i will always tip in cash if i can for that exact reason um, the other thing we there was a there was a uh, kind of a heartbreaking email they got from a listener who who had been treated poorly by some customers and a good reminder to just be nice to customer service people because they often get the short end of the stick and we should just be nice humans all the time anyway. We talked about that for a little while. Um, Two on ten and be a good human. Yeah. There we go. I like it. Life advice and maybe a show title. Now, I put Luke's passport stuff in Entitled Etiquette. Some people were impressed that he's dealing with this so soon. Um, we did get a throw-your-phone from listener Anne who says, Hugging my phone, Luke starting his passport stuff six weeks ahead of time. He's learning. <laughs> Which, <laughs> that is one good side of it. The other side of it is his passport's been stolen for like a year. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and he hasn't dealt with it. It's and true. now this name stuff is throwing a wrench in it. So I'm a little nervous that six weeks isn't going to be enough time. Well, it's a it's a good point that, um, you know, if you lose your passport, it would be no big deal if it were someone like me who doesn't travel. Um, but when you're Luke, you never know. I mean, he could have had something that would have come up much quicker than this Australian thing. Yeah, like NBC a CBS story CBS. where they need you to go to Iceland. Yeah, they need to send him somewhere in a week and a half. Mm-hmm. And, you know, luckily that hasn't happened. But on the other hand, he is getting a little bit in front of it i mean luke wise this is a lot yes. in front of something this is learning and but the <laughs> fact that his name i think the, the it fits into entitled etiquette t- to me because he was arguing with the woman about how his legal name shouldn't really matter <laughs> like, of course that uh, matters uh, right. i mean it's amazing that he's gotten right. away with that so far it matters to malik you know it should matter to luke you know he could just 
book his airfare in the name that has been on all of his shit, and then this wouldn't be a problem. Mm-hmm. Like, just no, nobody cares what your name is on your plane ticket. If it, if he needs to book stuff under the name Luke Christian Kelly or whatever, just do it. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, six weeks out is just not that far out. My passport's expiring soon, and I have a passport ID card, so it doesn't even matter if I get it renewed right away, but I'm still just going to go do it. Yeah, just in case. Yeah. Because it costs, it ends up costing so much more if you have to expedite. I mean, that costs a fortune yeah. Yeah. to expedite a passport. So, uh. I think maybe we just living in border cities, although he kind of also lives in a border city. He lives right next to Canada. He can see it from his backyard. Yeah. I bet if, if he said something real nice about Trump on CBS this morning, he'd get those papers pushed. Oh, yeah. Pushed fucking Probably. through. <laughs> no time. International man of mystery papers he would have. <laughs> uh, on to hello, my fellow teens. Uh, Andrew is not using slang that was invented, uh, what, at or beyond the year 2000 anymore? Yes. Yes. <laughs> so he's going to be getting jiggy with it for the rest of his life. Well, is that before or after the millennium? Oh, that's a good point. I actually don't know. I mean, you know how uh, he does all this research on the air. We're probably going to have to endure a lot of research about the origin of slang terms now and <clears throat> whether or not he can use them. Well, yeah, because so. he doesn't actually stop. He just He just has to go on and on about it afterwards about how... This is the right thing to say. This is the wrong thing to say. Right. Well, he just can't keep up with the whippersnappers anymore. Yeah. And, well, uh, you? you know, at least he's admitting defeat. Uh, do either of you, have you used this TikTok app thing yet? I barely know what it is. Yeah, this is me showing how old I am. I I have no idea. I remember that it was a Kesha song a few years ago. That's all. Yeah, I that's kind of what I thought it was, but um, yeah. maybe it's more like um, like Vine. For maybe, maybe. Just yeah, don't uh, don't brush your teeth. That was my thought. Jack. Yeah, don't do it. Um, I need to close the door to my office because the uh, weird Chinese Christian youth group that now has office space next door. I think just started doing a church service. One moment. <laughs> I'm still listening. So you got Shen, Shen Yun? Uh, <laughs> yeah, basically. Next door. I hope they just heard you loudly call them weird. Uh, they're not weird because <laughs> of their faith. They're weird because they're led by a guy named Abraham Lincoln who insisted on showing you his driver's <laughs> license. Okay, fair. <laughs> Abraham Christian Lincoln. But, mm, but his dad, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah weird. Uh, his dad's name was Pierce. Um, to technology and technology, the light phone returneth. Sort of. <laughs> For like sort five of. minutes he talks about it, and then we never hear about it again this week. Yeah, back on the shelf. The but light phone brigade. It came in a cool book. It sure did. The packaging, I mean, <laughs> he he is definitely suckered by packaging, and I am too. Every time I, op- I get a new Apple product, I'm like, oh, they're so smart. I just love it. Yeah. Like, that's half the fun of owning an iPad is just taking it out of the box. Yeah. Peeling all that protective plastic mm. off. Uh, I, I th- I'm amused because he has that thing hiding in a book the way a younger man, Luke, probably would have had a flask in a book. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, what's this about Instagram? I, I don't know anything about being cool on Instagram. I don't know. Andrew mentioned it, that he was trying. And I've, I've seen him. I follow him on Instagram, and he's popped up a couple times. I, I guess it just means he's posting he's, more. He's better at at Twitter and Instagram than Luke. He's a good photographer. I mean, his, his photos are usually interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, he just did post one of just a pineapple on his counter. But whatever. Yeah. Well, and when yeah. he posts something, you can tell he hasn't shined it up, you know? He hasn't like been working mm-hmm. working on it. It's just a comment on some photo he's taken. I don't know. There were stars floating around that pineapple's head and little cat ears on it, and its face looked a little thinner. His eyes were way too big. Yeah. Unrealistic mm-hmm. pineapple <laughs> beauty standards. Uh, and Luke just discovered that you can get a Wi-Fi lock for your house. Yeah, I, I was shocked that he thought this was a new technology because I got one in 2011. Because I, I bought a house, the house that I first bought in Michigan had one of those doors that locked automatically when you shut it behind you. <laughs> I locked myself out, I don't know, three times the first month I lived there. And I was like, enough, not doing this anymore. Yeah. So I got a keypad lock and you don't have to carry your house key anymore. It's wonderful. I have one on this house. I had one in my house in Texas. They're terrific. Yep. We've got a punch lock on the front door and Sam can just come back after going for a run without carrying her keys. And when we have cupcake cat sitters in, they can punch a coat that I can take out after if it's somebody we decide we don't want to have access to the house. Yeah. On my old one, I haven't done it yet because I haven't set up the cat sitter or anything, but I had one specifically for the cat sitter that I would only activate when they were coming, you know, when I knew that they were going to be around. Otherwise it didn't work. So these things have advanced and they've been around for a while. But this one beeps every 30 seconds when you haven't locked your doors. Mm. And plus, it's it's small. And it could have been designed by Apple. I'd so buy beautiful. that. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. It actually beeps every 15 seconds when everything's okay. <laughs> yeah, wouldn't that be the worst <laughs> thing in the world? So. Um, well, we were going to skip over sports ball escaped. Um, we don't have any um, basketball as the ball turns this week. Mike, do you want to chime in about anything about the Mariners that they talked about this week? I don't think there's anything they said that was worth re- repeating. Everything they've said about the Mariners for the past year. I don't know. 18 months, maybe a little longer. Everything has pissed me off. So, there's no use bringing it up here. They're always wrong. They've never been right about anything about the Mariners. Not a single fucking thing. So It is funny that they were bracing no themselves for a terrible season, as they should for this year, and now the Mariners are good. I wonder if they're being good just to spite Luke and Andrew. Oh, I would love the Mariners more than any other time in my life if that were the case. Oh, hey, speaking of sports ball, though, uh, if, if y'all... I, channeling hillary because she's not here if you all haven't listened to friday's show yet the repeat of one of our great best of clip shows from three years ago Anne and mike and tbtl baseball clips really really great mm-hmm. i re-listened to it yesterday and uh i was just so happy listening to the whole thing you guys were so fun kind of getting to know one another early on in Anne's tenure here yeah, she still showed a certain deference to me at that point. It was, it was really, she wasn't totally fed up with uh, you yet. A little yet. jarring. Hmm. Yeah, it was, it was, wow. 
and not everyone had quite caught on yet that everybody starts as a fill-in temporary host. <laughs> right? She was telling a wide-eyed tale of, you know, how her she'd swept to the to the forefront at LRB and like, yeah, there you go. Yep. There there you go. Yeah, I thought it was a temp too. And and you need to find someone else if you want to get out of it. <laughs> uh, There's no yeah, escaping it. The Dread Pirate bandwagon. Speaking of existential um, dread, can we move on to space talk? <laughs> In the science corner? Oh, please. <laughs> this was fascinating to me because they were talking about the black hole. I'm sure we've all read all about it by now. Uh, it was a pretty incredible discovery. And uh, they talk about how thinking about the vastness of space makes them feel and it's either totally insignificant in luke's mind in some ways you know may as well just go get a drink why am i even bothering being sober because that light is 58 million light years old <laughs> and what 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 difference does my life make and andrew took kind of a different tact of like well we should we're here together and we should try to make it better for everybody um and I've, I've had that thought and it, it's sometimes comforting to me because it's like oh it's good that this you know, the fact that my roof is leaking doesn't matter at all in the grand scheme of things. So it, it sort of puts things in perspective for me, but it seemed to give Luke kind of a, a spook. Mm-hmm. Someone sent me a picture the other day where the black hole picture had been annotated with dots showing the distance of, of like the size of the entire Milky Way or something. And yeah, it just... It is irrationally large. Like, it is, you can't comprehend it. There's no way to wrap your brain around it. It is just bigger than anything that's ever been big. Like the pickle that I'm going to need to find to make the sandwich. <laughs> yep. Yeah, bigger than the fat pickle. Um, is it offensive to science nerds and, and Jeremy Boss? I, I'm telling you, turn the podcast off right now. Is it disrespectful disrespectful to science nerds that I have not looked at this picture and don't intend to? No. Don't care. I don't think it's disrespectful. I do worry that if you let the hype build anymore, it is going to turn into the Neanderthal audio clip. <laughs> or if <laughs> you keep being the... proud of it, people are going to put it <clears throat> on their Facebook page nonstop. Yeah, it's true. You're going to get it Oh, like yeah. They're going to make sure now. I see it. Yeah. I, 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 it's not like I've been making a point out of not seeing it. I've seen it it's like just, it's just incidentally popped up several times. I don't know how you can avoid yeah. it. Yeah. Maybe I do have a nebula of the day that I get oh, every day. Oh, okay. But, um, <laughs> nebulas are so much cooler looking than black holes. I'll just say that without even looking at the black hole. Now that is style. offensive to science nerds. <laughs> Give me an average nebula any day. <laughs> you know, Mike. The picture's Stupid. already been taken, so you're, none of your taxpayer dollars are going toward you seeing it. <laughs> you mean I might as well take a look at it? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, on to the uh, self-actualization chronicles, a.k.a. I was an asshole. Uh, this was a, a story about a study about people's confidence levels in different situations. And all it comes down to is they took the average they took the statistics of people being over or underconfident about something and then assumed that halfway is the standard right <laughs> yeah <laughs> like questionable the, methods <laughs> yeah the the actual logic behind this is really dumb i was like maybe maybe you just need to move the bar on how many people are confident in their abilities to sing karaoke or to do open heart surgery or whatever uh 
because there's no way the baseline should be halfway down the middle for specialized skills. The the driving stuff was interesting to me. I've heard that before, that everybody thinks they're better than average, which is impossible. <laughs> right. Right. Well, I, I mean, was I trying to... That's, that's it, right? Like, but what is average? Do, do you want to be average? Like, it's probably okay to be an average driver, but do you want to be an average heart surgeon? Right, exactly. Yeah, these skills yeah. are not all on the same level. <laughs> yeah. I guess I I was trying to pl- to judge myself against these things and I tend I guess I just tend to think I'm bad at everything all the time. <laughs> Which isn't great. But you I don't back up into self existential dread. I guess dread so. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I I guess for driving since that's the one that people s- t- tend to think that they're good at, I I've never caused an accident. So I guess that's good, but I've been in a few. Um, I don't get speeding tickets, so that's good. But I don't know what average driver means. What does good driver mean? Because good driver could mean doing 85 everywhere but not getting caught. Or it could be mean, mean, you know, being nice and letting people merge and stuff. Right. Who knows? But then aggressive drivers think they're good drivers. Yes. Right. You know, and that's why they get to be more aggressive because they're better than you. So... Yeah, that that all adds up to a lot of people feeling superior mm-hmm. out there. But um, I I had an idea. This whole thing gave me an idea. Um, I I can't sing. I would be. I've done karaoke once, and I did a song I can handle. And I did fine, and I'm sure I could do fine by just being careful about what I picked. But why why should I have to do that? There, there's something that I think I'm better at than a lot of people. And that's acting. Why isn't there acting karaoke for, you know, like mostly for couples, I would think, you know, same sex. To act out a scene or something from something from a movie. Yeah. To act out, to act out scenes like the movie. Mike, we could do the the money pit comes on behind and yes, yes. I would love to do that laugh. It's my dream to do that (laughs) laugh. Uh, I think we need to put a, uh, a, a pin in that specific thing and bring that back for our Friday show. Yeah, this is a good Mike has okay. ideas. Finally, huh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Blind squirrel finds acorn. <laughs> yeah. Well, we. I mean, we had fun doing uh, your your uh, your Southern woman impression a while back. Yeah, and Steel Magnolias. Sure. Yeah. So maybe we just need to do a Friday show. Largely where we stolen from my mother-in-law. Once you learn how how, how you, my mother-in-law says dog, <laughs> you're all set. She's from what, Baton Rouge? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we'll Baton do it. Rouge. Oh, uh, okay. LRB selected shorts coming soon. I like it. We'll do scenes. This will just be like my um, high school rhetoric public speaking class. <laughs> Well, I hope not. That sounds terrible. I, it was actually a lot of fun because it was just this. It was it was doing monologues and and you know learning oh. how to debate and do scenes. You with fooled people. me with the rhetoric name. You know, yeah, acting. Actually, what it was is it was an entire class about caustic politics. Um, no, it was a lot of fun. Buffalo Capital Steps. Oh God, my mm, favorite. <laughs> Uh, so Mike, do you think you are, uh, an over, uh, achieving or underachieving podcaster? Where would you, Um, where would you evaluate yourself as a podcaster? Okay. This, this is, this is where that, the median and the mean come in. Uh, (laughs) Yep. Um, I'm well above one, but well below the other. 
and I can never remember which. <laughs> well, uh, Meredith, do you have a thought on your abilities as a podcaster? Oh, I just said I think I'm bad at everything, so I'm not. I'm not confident about that at all. Yeah. But relative to other, po- I mean, I I, <laughs> I would I would tend to think that that distribution is not bell shaped. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There I've, are so many bad right. podcasts out there. I mean, I did one, so. <laughs> I told you guys, I was driving around at, at a particularly exhausting moment this week and Sabotage came on on my car stereo and I took a picture of it and got nostalgic for the Takedown podcast. Mm. Yeah. Um, I think that... I, as bad as it was, I know I know there were a lot of people, uh, a lot of young people, one young person once that... that <laughs> Used to really look forward to hearing that show every week. Yeah. And that that young person was Phyllis Fletcher. Um, <laughs> I think I'm all right as a podcast host. I think this week we're all all right. If Anne was here, then we would all be standing in her shadow. Yeah, true. Yeah. Uh, on to – and Hillary, of course. But, yeah. um, you know. Well, she does I'll have wait, that terrible computer. Wait to tell her until her birthday because it will be a nice treat. <laughs> Uh, misadventures in the wilderness. Luke runs into Monique the Gambler. <laughs> that was amazing. I, I, it didn't occur to me. I mean, I, I always thought while he was doing his hikes that he was putting himself in a lot of danger. But I guess I didn't think about the 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 wild animal aspect of it. That you know she has mm-hmm. a, a neck knife and a whistle and you know all this stuff to kind of, especially when you have a dog because that dog is going to go first. <laughs> oh yeah. So I'm I'm actually also retroactively nervous for him and Rudy. <laughs> uh, about ninety five percent of neck knives end up being used on the person who owns the. Neck yeah, knife. that's scary. <laughs> that, those are just solid statistics mm-hmm. that you, you can get anywhere on the internet. That's why I don't have one. Sorry, you are are you lobbying for <laughs> neck? Someone knife gets control? mad at you and you're asleep, and there's a knife right there. You've just had an argument, and then you drift off the. Slumberland with your neck knife around your, I mean. And then the bear just stabs you with your own neck knife. <laughs> yeah. Gregory or the bear. Yeah. Either one. I I Googled the words neck knife just to see what would come up. And the first video that uh, they want to show me is called, Why Should You Wear a Neck Knife? Hmm. And then it's an, it's an episode, uh, Knife Banter Episode 40. Wow. It's a lot of knife banter. I wonder if that's above or below average podcast. I hope it's all good, good natured. That's, when it gets to knife banter, you know, you really just hope. Even if we disagree, let's keep it. Uh, let's keep it friendly. I bet there was a lot of knife banter in prison, right? <laughs> no, there we there were no knives. Oh, right, no knives, no knives. Okay, except no. in the kitchen. Just, just, uh. Just your weekly dose of shiv shit, right? <laughs> yeah. We're just shoveling the shiv shit. Yeah. Uh, and of course, we, we can't get through this whole week without talking about Australia because they're still apparently going. I cannot believe it. So the whole um, Friday show was, was listener feedback and they kept saying that all the feedback was negative and all they read was positive ones. Yeah. So they took the three emails who were like, yeah, this is possible. And that's all they read. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, it, maybe it's a whole different show, but 
uh, were it me and someone were paying me to uh, drive across Australia for my podcast, I would make it a lot more about the people that I'm going to meet and the people that I meet along the way than, you know, how much netting I'm going to be putting up around my sleeping bag at night. It's just, I am so over the details of this shit already. I don't know. Maybe it's just because in general, this week was sort of dull. The Friday show just put a cherry on it. And I was like, Man, I, I wish this trip was tomorrow because I don't want to hear one more. Yeah, thing we have about another it. six weeks of this, so we have to come up with an Australia segment. Yeah, name. Sorry, guys. I'm, I'm trying just to not, because I, you know what, uh, uh, podcast down under all that. Like it's just too easy. We need something better. Rise something up, lights. A new low. Something how the podcast flushes the other way around. Well, we did get a throw your phone a from new geographic from, low. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we got a throw your phone from listener Park, who says, "Raise up lights, you imbeciles." <laughs> He's saying it's raise, not rise. Yeah. Uh, they haven't even gotten to Australia, and this whole thing is already a disaster. Well, of course. <laughs> what did you expect? <laughs> what was that in reference to? R- saying razor blades in an Australian accent. They kept yeah. saying rise up lights, oh, okay. but he's saying it's raise up. Oh. oh. Okay. Raise up blades. Mm-hmm. God, that's terrible. I don't think anybody's going to be mad at them if they just uh, don't speak. Yeah, I think right I think this is not like being in France and making your best effort at speaking French, no, even no, though they're... you're going to butcher it. There's no. no need to do this. This isn't this isn't helping yeah. anyone understand you. Yeah. Well, it's not like they're going to punch you, but they are going to laugh at you. They might punch you, and not take you seriously. I hope so. <laughs> So this week was incredibly light on content, and then Friday was just all feedback, and I can't even get them to play the email frenzy sound effect. I thought maybe Friday we'd finally get it. Nope. Yeah. (sighs) And it was, well, it wasn't a frenzy. They spent, I think, the whole show on three emails. Well, it should have been a frenzy. It should have. shouldn't everything. I would have played some Angel City instead because because I was a cool kid. (laughs) (laughs) I would have taken the, I would have taken the email frenzy. Well, there uh, were a couple of throw your phones that I skipped over and I wanted to get to. Yeah. Um, the first, I think it was when, gosh, oh, they were talking about, this was during the confidence quit or article about how people think they're less likely to fall for a scam. And we got two throw your phones on the same topic. One from Noah, <laughs> who says, Luke, unlikely to fall for a fraud? Question mark. And then in all caps, laser, baldness, helmet. <laughs> and listener ellen exact same thing luke thinks he would not be easy to scam and then he puts on his 800 hundred dollar laser baldness helmet i i had to sharpshoot her immediately i sent her a message and said it was much closer to 900 it was 899 (laughs) tax and shipping yeah boy i yeah i he said something about his his medicine, and it occurred to me this week how many measures he's taken to try and keep his hair. This must be really upsetting to him because he's taking scary medicine. He's got this stupid helmet. He puts powder on his head. He uses special shampoo. He's really, really, really not willing to let go of his hair here. Well, he doesn't really have a great face and head for it to to go bald. Mm -hmm. I think that's, you know... um, 
like he's afraid to go from uh, who's the guy from uh, uh, not the Game of Thrones, but the nice one where everyone lives except he throws up his guts all over the table. Peter Sagal. <laughs> Sorry, wrong Paul guy. <laughs> I missed that one. Yeah, the one Luke looks like. Phyllis loved the show. I can't. I can't. Oh, Downton Abbey. And oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The dinner scene. What's okay. that dude's name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You uh, said Phyllis loved the show, and I was trying to remember which main character on Friends was bald. <laughs> and threw up on a no, table. The Howard Stern show. <laughs> that was the patriarch of the family mm. in Downton Abbey. Lord. You can't remember his name? Branson. Either? No, that's your bunny. Uh, no. <laughs> it's been a while since I've watched it. Insane. I've seen it twice. This is shameful. Is it Grantham? Grantham. Lord Grantham? Yeah. I've Lord never Grantham. seen an episode of Downton like, Abbey, so you're welcome. Yeah, you're right. It is. Robert Crawley. <laughs> Lord Grantham. When, when Lord Grantham has all of his, you know, stuff together, he's, you know, he's got the gray temples and he's just looking <clears throat> super handsome. You know, that's that's Luke yes. when he feels like he's got his hair game together. And then Varys from Game of Thrones with the shaved head and just a few too many pounds and the and the hands folded over the too big belly that's who he feels like he is you know when the topic and and the laser baldness and that stuff isn't working i think and and when you're dealing with that wide of a gap like you know it's not like it's not like um when i wake up in the morning how good can i make myself look that's not that big a variance you know bobby maybe not either but but luke luke i don't know he he's kind of right they he asked he when he does a lot of work, he looks really good. And when he doesn't do a lot of work, he doesn't look that great. So I just found a gif of that scene, and I put it in Slack. Oh, good. Oh, the throwing up mm-hmm. scene? That's fantastic. <laughs> it's really, <laughs> really awful. <laughs> it's really... It's a Vanity Fair really, article about how they pulled off the stunt on the show. <laughs> really awful. I mean, but but... But if that were on Game of Thrones, it would be like the one thousandth worst thing that happened yeah. on, on Game of Thrones. It's just all context. <laughs> you weren't expecting that on Downton Abbey. Yeah, it was very graphic and violent for that show. Yeah. Um, the other two. I was really worried about Luke until he recovered. Oh, Spoiler alert: just he, a he, he does recover. No. Um, there were two, three yeah. phones in Science Corner, both about um, an offhand comment. Luke made about childbirth and says Pitocin is brand name synthetic. Oxytocin is the hormone. I don't know why this bugs me so much. Well, you're not alone because listener Kristen also said Luke still hasn't learned the difference between Pitocin and oxyto- Oxytocin. <laughs> so this really got under the, the uh, this was a bee in the bonnet of a couple of different listeners. They're, they're two different names for the essentially same thing. Mm-hmm. I have I have no idea what these things were or or what they were talking about or what any of the throw your phones mean. Pitocin so. is what they give people. But luckily, I wasn't the labor. one out there talking about it. Well, right, <laughs> yeah, okay. you didn't just make up some shit about it on a podcast, right? <laughs> right, right. It wouldn't occur to me because I've never heard of either of those things. Uh, as long as we're in STEM subjects, though, we did get an email from Justina that was regarding last week. She writes, "Hi, LRB." I was on vacation last week and I'm just catching up on TBTL. I hope Luke's peaks and valleys regarding pie were discussed on the recap, but I blame myself if they weren't. Um, Justina, it is your fault that we didn't get into that more than we did. <laughs> you should definitely take the blame for this. Uh, this was Luke, I think, wondering why we couldn't just round pie off to a couple of digits. 
right? <laughs> when I'm not on the recap, yeah. I ghost face listen, which is to say I don't. So I don't know what you're talking about. I'm more offended and amused, actually not offended at all, but amused that when Justina goes on vacation, she doesn't listen to TBTL. <laughs> like it's she a vacation, just, of course she right, doesn't. Right, she's not she's not punching the TBTL clock. Wouldn't you have? I I always think I'm going to have more time for podcasts when I'm on vacation, and then I realize I absolutely don't. Yeah, yeah. I never yeah. listen yeah, to podcasts you don't. on vacation. You don't listen to them as well. <laughs> you don't need an escape, I guess, when you're already escaping. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's take it to final thoughts. Did anyone have a, a high or low from this week that they wanted to share? Um, it was kind of, oh, um, my favorite part was the email from their boss at APM about the ABBA day at work. Yeah. That was wonderful. <laughs> yeah, we got through an entire Waterloo reference without having to ex- be explained the Waterloo reference. <laughs> <laughs> Is it ABBA or ABBA? Because Meredith, you said ABBA. I've always said ABBA. I've always said it, but I don't know. A lot of people say ABBA. I don't know. I've always said ABBA, which is interesting given my regional accent. ABBA should probably be the uh, yeah preferred the short vowel. Yeah. Oh. Well, I'm sure I'm I'm the one who's been wrong. Yeah. Did you have a favorite part, Mike, or was it all just boring week for you? <clears throat> this week was just not. Not engaging to me. I mean, it wasn't. I wasn't getting mad or anything, but it just, it just wasn't wasn't engaging to me. But I did get a good idea out of it, you know. So yeah. So it's not a total loss. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't know. You know, I'll use mine to drift into um, into episode of the week talk. I mean, we got we got mentioned on the show briefly in somebody's um uh donor message well and you specifically i got called out by andrew in passing for being Mm -hmm. a creeper he's Mm -hmm. right yeah yeah so that was always nice so i guess whatever day that was was the highlight for me if anybody (laughs) wants to open a credit card in andrew's name just shoot me a line and i'll send you everything you need (laughs) (laughs) and as for the best episode we can get all kinds of credit in both these guys name but but it'll all be like cards. It's like two, three hundred dollars. Right. right. They'll be I'm not opening secured a credit, credit card. Secure card. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll be helping their I, I credit. Got, I got a credit card in Andrew's name, but I had to put up seven hundred dollars. <laughs> this Target store uh, store charge card is not going to get me very far. Mm-mm. It'll uh, cover one repair to Meredith's house. <laughs> That should be our new jam factor. So a jam, couple of jams is fifty bucks. Yes. Uh, one 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 repair, one house jam is five hundred dollars. Oh my god! Yep. <laughs> mega jam. It is. Oh, we we have to add a mega jam donor level. I to like the website. that. That's that's one of my little nicknames too. Is mega. So that that works. That works well. Yeah. Uh, do we need to do a little scissors rock paper to figure out the show of the week? Oh my god, that oh, is not regional. What's wrong by with the these way, people? I've never in my life heard anyone say that. That's insane. Um, there's actually stuff in Rhode Island named Rochambeau, like actually named after Rochambeau. So like, there's mm-hmm. roads and a library, and I never called it that, uh, but I know people in New England do sometimes call it Rochambeau. Now. Maybe I missed something, but what's the reason there? Is row short for rock, sham home, uh, short for chamois or something? Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. The paper is a sham wow. And mm, right. And it always wins because it absorbs everything it touches. <laughs> Where'd that rock go? It went right up into that fucking chair. And that, that weird cokehead wrung it out. Um uh it's I think actually named after the general. Uh but I don't know why. I actually tried to look this up earlier. This Did week, the general actually know. decide some battles that way? They went out to the middle <laughs> and they're like, all right, this seems, this seems wasteful, all this killing. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's get this over with. I think I could actually get behind that. Right? Yeah. Uh, I guess the must-listen episode of the week, uh, boy, I don't know. I, I guess yeah, I thought the, the over under conversation, despite being incredibly flawed, was at least interesting. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I guess I could get behind that being my episode of the week. Is that. Uh, I mean, Monday we're not contractually again? obligated to have one. Right. Well, but I don't want people to be. You know what? Just listen to LRB again. You'll be fine. Yeah. Great. <laughs> uh how did I get put on housekeeping and get involved? You put yourself there. That was an accident. Mike is supposed to be on housekeeping. Housekeeping. Hello. Buy stuff from us. Merchandise. LittleRedBandWagon.com. Go away. You want hand job or just work checkout. on archive project? Okay. Late checkout. You want hand job while we wait for a late How checkout? How do we make this stop? Uh... Buy stuff from Amazon, littleredbandwagon.com forward slash Amazon. You still wake? You still wake? Okay. Earbuds and earworms. Put your earbuds in. All horns on deck. All horns on deck. Like you, you horny. I know that. God. I know you horny. Oh, God. They missed quite the opportunity here. How do you not call that episode the horny episode? Yeah. Or... Or, uh, you know, some sort of horny pun. Aunt Amy, I'm disappointed in you. I know you're going to hear this, so I'll just We've say We've got a here. horny... We have a horny toad um, that's around the house now that uh, Abby loses her goddamn mind. She wants to kill that thing <laughs> so badly. He's beautiful. Horny toads, That's it's a, it's a misnomer. They're beautiful. <laughs> I uh, I did a quick look at the All Horns on Deck playlist uh, because Amy actually does a really nice job putting the, all the song titles and artists in her show notes. And so if you pull it up in your podcatcher or whatever, you can see everything they played. Less ska than I was expecting. Um, oh, thank God. And no Baker Street. So I think that immediately means that we have to have a Horns round two or maybe just a saxophone episode. Well, they can make up for the name. Yeah, Baker Street got... Got so hip that it went it went out the other side. I think it's unhip anymore. Well, uh, Amy, let me know when you want to do a special episode about either saxophone solos or um, all songs about streets and roads and avenues because that could be fun too. Actually, uh, steam coming out of the yeah. <laughs> we'll do a photo shoot for that cover. episode. It'd be great. <laughs> right. The trick is to make it rain and then for it to be really hot right after. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got about 10 minutes to shoot. Yeah. You can find us at littleredbandwagon.com. You can submit your feedback to us at throwyourphone.com, which may or may not be secure. Scott, I don't know. We're working on it. <laughs> uh, the Facebook page is Little Red Bandwagon. The show Twitter is LRB Podcast. Email us at littleredbandwagon at gmail.com. Voicemails and texts to 802-432-TBTL. That's 802-432-8285. 
fax me your butt at 617-354-8513. Uh, note, other things besides your butt, fine too. And Scott, faxing's pretty secure actually. So if you want to send your feedback that way, uh, absolutely. Uh, and with that... Mm, I don't know. You, you might have identifiable parts <laughs> that you don't want out there. Uh, I'll let you think about that. Meredith, would you get us out of here? Gladly. Until next time, this is the next party. Oh, we miss you, Hillary. <laughs> Happy birthday. Nailed it. You better be getting a new computer. Yeah. Wow. Dave's in trouble. What a delightful train wreck the last hour was. Mm-hmm. And it was only an hour. <laughs> I'm proud of us. Who cares what it's what it was? It was an hour. No. Look for once, where I was like, good hour. one hour, and then it's two. It's a good hour. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, any background noise, by the way, the uh, church service, really getting in, into it with the electric keyboard. I didn't hear a thing. Good. For whatever that's <laughs> worth. I don't, I'm not going to put it in the show, because it's not going to be like, what are those helicopters? But, uh, <laughs> yeah.